Should we pretend? Well, let's just try it. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to work we go. With a dollar stick and a dollar stick. Hi-ho, 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 hi-ho. It's off to work we go. With a shovel and a pick and a dynamite stick. Hi-ho, hi-ho. Well, that was really hurting. I got the words right. You didn't. No, you didn't. That was painful. It was painful. Hello, Notes with John. <laughs> with a babble from Bond. On, on Sunday night, May, May, May uh, 19, 2019. Hi, everybody. Hi, and tonight, I bet you can't guess what we're going to talk about. <laughs> we're off well, to work. <laughs> Not and, our and bad we, singing. We, we needed some work on that song, let me tell you, in more ways than one. Yes, we did. Okay, so um, I guess we wanted to do a little shout-out beforehand. And this shout-out is to our, our grandson, Xander, who just turned eight years old. And we're excited for him. His baptism is coming up in a, another week. week or so. And excited about that for him. And Xander is just a good boy, kind and sweet and uh, and he's a hard worker he bless is a his hard heart worker. I, i'm just proud of him the way he works he always wants to come and help you cook he does he, he goes loves and, to come up and help me cook and he goes and walks dogs to earn money he wants to work and help yeah it's a good boy and we we love xander and, yes we do and uh, way to go xander good job bud well done so today we're going to spend a few minutes and talk about the miracle of work and how it blesses our lives and primarily for our posterity to, to just put down on our, our historical record here the kind of things that Bonnie and I have done for work over our lives. So take it away, Bonnie. <laughs> I'll just tell you the things I did. What did you do? As a young girl, I mainly just babysat when well this was to earn money I babysat a lot I tended children and even later on when we were married I I took a little boy in to tan to help our finances but um, I always had to have my jobs at home we with 10 of us we each had to do our our part so we each had jobs and dishes and make our bed chores around the house we had to do yard work and I think that's really where I got my love of doing yard work with, oh, with my dad it's not where I got <laughs> I got my distaste for it from that no, I just love seeing flowers come up and so yeah we we work hard every fall and every spring to get our yard looking the way I like it to be yes with, you do with color but I also um after high school, I was really involved in high school, so I didn't do much work during high school. But after high school, I got a job at Utah Rehabilitation through my boyfriend's dad. He let me start being the mail girl, and which I'd go around and give everybody their mail. And then I became a little secretary, and I was there for many, many years. I bet you were a, a cute male girl, male girl that one I day. was. I was a cute male you girl. Were, I'm That's sure good. you were. 
And then I, after school, I substitute taught a lot. I um, worked at a little boutique store, which was one of my favorites. Stone Mill was called, and I worked there. And but you can't just think about work as what you're going to to earn money for. It's also just daily daily life and working and especially as a mom moms work hard we mominate as my daughter would say we do all kinds of work from the house to the laundry to working with our children to helping our husbands work and I just think there's no substitute for hard work at the end of the day when I know I've got a clean house and laundry's caught up and and things are going smoothly. That doesn't happen every day, of course, but when it does, I just, it just makes me feel good inside that I've had the ability to work hard. And I always wanted our children to work hard. I know they always whined and complained a lot, but on the mo but in reality, they they did do their jobs and they worked. And they, I think our children all work really hard. Yeah, I do when too. They need to, so I'm proud of them for that. Yeah. And I remember your, your statement was always, what is it? Let's plan our work and work our plan. That's correct. And that's what we did. We like to work hard and play hard. Yes, we did. And still do. And still do. We do. We work hard and then we play hard. So what other jobs? Taking care of you. What about... <laughs> What about when you worked as a substitute teacher? I said that. For, well, for how many years? Oh, I also did Kidding Around. I forgot. Well, yeah. I forgot about that. I taught we talked a about that before. before I know, we but call. I'm getting tired. When you work hard, you get tired. <laughs> so I uh, taught a little preschool, singing and dancing. Little, it was called Kidding Around for 10 years. You never did any waitressing? No, never did. You didn't, never never did any house cleaning? Oh, I did. I did a little bit of house cleaning. You're right. For whom? I, she was a sister <coughs> in our ward, needed help, and I liked having a little bit of spending money, so I went and cleaned her house. I can't remember her name, but I did do that. But I mainly babysat a lot, all through junior high, high school, and then I started... As they so call the real job where you actually had to go out in the world and work. How about you? Well, I get it. Well, um, as a, a young boy, my parents, uh, particularly my dad, was really strong on, on us working. And, uh, and as opposed to being idle, it just drove him crazy to have us idle. So... Growing up, it really started for me in, uh, I don't know, when I was 10 or maybe even a little bit younger than that, where I was required to to work in the yard, mow the lawn, uh, pull weeds, water our garden, um, take care of our dog, uh, all kinds of things that were just given to me as responsibilities. And, you know, yet they, they were work and uh, we built, as a family, we, we, we helped build this, our family home in Salt Lake City on Browning Avenue, which 
was a large home and we spent a lot of time working and in, 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 uh, putting the lawn in in that yard, uh, the landscaping. Uh, we helped a great deal in the cleanup around the construction site. And I remember putting the, uh, helping to carry shingles up on the roof of that when I was in the sixth grade and was walking all around the side of the house one day and, and uh, someone on the roof uh, knocked a board loose. I don't know how but it came, came off the, the roof and hit me in the head and I've still got a scar up in my, uh, my scalp from where a nail was sticking out from that, uh, that two by four that came off. I never knew that all story. While, while we were working and helping to build this house. Well, maybe that's why your muscles got so big because you were... Either that or it did something in my brain when it <laughs> hit me in the head for any sakes. <laughs> Then, then, um, uh, so for, for years, my, my work primarily was around the house. By that, I mean around the yard. And, uh, uh, of course, I was shoveling during the winter and those kinds of things. But yard work, a lot of yard work. Did you ever have to clean your house or did you just do the yard? I had to make my bed and keep that my was room it? clean. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was tough. <laughs> I had, I had some sisters that, that were helping oh, to do I see. their part. I see. So the sisters never did the yard work? No, they didn't. Ah, interesting. They sure didn't. We did both. Well, they, you, my sisters didn't do both, and neither did I do both. Hmm. We had these lines of responsibility. and um, So then I kind of went from yard work, and, and when I got into the seventh grade, uh, how old are you then? 13 or something. I mm -hmm. got my first real job. It was a, an early morning paper route for the Salt Lake Tribune. And I, uh, I started uh, delivering 110 papers every morning at 6 a.m. And it was the bane of my existence, trying to get out of bed every morning, 5.30, to get to my paper route stop and get all the papers and get them ready and then get them in my my uh, paper sack and then carry them uh, as I walked my route. You probably don't want to know that I I helped my boyfriend do his paper route. You're right, I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad so and I liked him so I used to get up and help put the elastic around the the newspapers and then we'd go together and walk around the neighborhood and we'd throw them. Well, too bad I, didn't I wasn't do that. around with you. <laughs> it was it was later uh, then we picked up my my younger brother Reed started uh, a year later started the route with me. We always had to do the collecting as well. Oh. And then a couple of years later, my brother Dan started uh, in with Reed and I. So there was three of us, and as a result, we ended up picking up two additional routes. So that at one point we had I don't know three hundred and fifty or more papers that we were doing and so when somebody was sick or somebody was gone it was a major task for just one uh, to take care of everything I bet. and um, I, I continued doing that through uh, through my my sophomore year of high school as a matter of fact I remember I was finally well on sun, Sundays our papers were always really big the Sunday edition so my 
usually my dad or one of my older brothers or once in a while my mom if my dad wasn't in town or um, very seldom one of my older sisters but uh, usually my dad or one of my older brothers would drive the car on Sundays and uh, we would deliver the papers uh, taking them from the car they were just too heavy to try to put in one of those regular paperboy sacks that we used to carry and then if you missed one didn't you get a call from the neighbor and then yeah we if we missed one we'd get a call but we, we were pretty good about that oh, i was we gonna say because when we did paper routes in my home we did we got a call we ended up having to take our own paper oh well, yeah sure you would have to do that and we did not like doing that <laughs> no that's true i didn't either and and then uh, so in also through junior high and a little bit of high school i i worked some weeks each summer up in Cokeville, Wyoming on my aunt and uncle's ranch up there. That wasn't for money. That was just really for fun and and for a, a good workout and enjoy the, uh, the time with my cousins up there. Um, so my primary work uh, up through, oh, I don't know, probably the by the time I'm 16 is with a paper route. And then uh, the summer came along and I, I worked for my brother-in-law, Paul Menlove. He was one of the owners of Menlove Construction. They were, they built homes and uh, uh, buildings. And so I, I got on with Paul for two summers and I was kind of their grunt boy. I, I just cleaned up uh, the, the construction sites they did a lot of just cleanup work because I didn't know how to do any carpentry or any cement work or anything like that. Um, but I was grateful for the job and Paul was really kind in in letting me uh, work that. That must be why you're such a good cleaner now. You cleaned up the yard and then you cleaned up the construction site and you're, you're a good cleaner. I am a good cleaner. That's because my mom taught me how to clean and I just basically like to live in cleanliness. I can't stand to live in mess. No, you can't. I don't. I don't do well in that. No, I, I've heard that. And I've, we've tried to keep your house. You, you really have. Really nice. <laughs> 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 um, then if finally in high school and later part of high school, I got a job one of my summers uh, with uh, Bennett Glass and Paint. And because the owner of Bennett Glass and Paint, or one of the owners, lived across the street from us. And he was kind enough to hire me and uh, put me in his retail store downtown Salt Lake City and in, in selling paint and uh, paint brushes and all of the things that go with it. I didn't know anything about that. And it was a, it was a hard job for me because I knew nothing. These these uh, you are customers, kidding. no, these <laughs> customers would come in and want me to, you know, advise them on what they needed to do with this and that. And I had no idea. Did you was, fake it? I usually said, well, why don't you wait and let me go ask somebody. Oh, good. And I'm then the, the brother, the man that I would always go ask got really tired of me coming and asking him questions <laughs> while he was trying to help somebody. But you're also a good painter. No, you're the painter in the family, sweetheart. You do a good job yeah, on but painting. You paint, you paint well, too. You don't like to paint. I don't like to paint. But you paint well when you do. Everything you do, you do well. Well, I, mean, I wish that were true. A man of all trades. <laughs> yeah. Um, I even tried my hand at selling cookware 
for my brother Edward, my oldest brother, he, he sold cookware uh, and did pretty well with it on a part-time basis and full-time during summers. And he got me into trying to sell cookware. I think I lasted through one sale and I was done. You uh, never liked selling, sale, sell, selling. No, I really didn't. But we still have. We do still have that cookware. That cookware, and so, it's been a great set of it cookware. It was and one set that I sold. I I made enough on it to buy at wholesale the the demonstration set of cookware that I was using, and we still have it today, all these years later. We do. You know. It really helped. Yeah, it did. So after that. Um, um, I, I, uh, I, I worked in some jobs where I was, I was singing and I yes. would, uh, on weekends, uh, during college after my mission, I, I would sing in a couple of restaurants. Um, some, uh, there was one place called the lamplighter. That was a wedding reception. Wedding reception place. Uh, mm -hmm. and I would, I would sing in, in weddings that they would have in there and kind of like a troubadour a little bit going from table to table oh you did yeah i did oh i thought you just did it up in front I didn't and then, know at, you then at the tiagra restaurant yeah. downtown on, on on state street i think it was or, or main street and uh sang in that restaurant for several months i think you even came with me once didn't you on that oh many a few times. times yeah that was our date yeah, night. when we started going out yes um that was helpful and uh, uh so then uh, I finally, uh, um, you know, when I got into law school, uh, I, I got a job. One of my first real jobs uh, was working at the Salt Lake County Clerk's Office, and um, and I was I was grateful for the opportunity to have a, a job down there because it helped me a great deal. Actually, that was after the, my first year of law school. So I need to go back. I'm going to get my my chronology correct here. Uh, after my amputation, we I moved to California and was in California for I don't know a year, a year and a half. And I thought I was going to try to make it big in the music business. And as I've told you before, I I failed miserably. You didn't fail uh, miserably. I, I, I didn't I didn't accomplish, didn't accomplish in any. Any what manner of the goals I had hoped to, do, to establish. So anyway, you learned a lot. I did learn a lot, but while I was down there, I worked at a couple of different jobs. Uh, one of them was uh, I worked at, in a uh, um, as the a custodial person in a in a building where I was responsible to oh, clean the clean up on the outside of the building and you know, keep it nice looking and. I had to get get out on these ledges and clean up the pigeon poop. Oh, you're uh, kidding! Which was a pain in the rear, to say I the least. I, I, I lasted one that. week. One week, and I was done. He said, "There's better jobs oh, out there." Oh my gosh, it was horrible. Another job I had for a, a short time in California. I'm sorry to say, uh, was at Chasen's Restaurant, <gasps> and that's a very high fancy. Uh, expensive restaurant in Hollywood, and I was there to uh, to park cars. I was a, one of the valet drivers for a while. I think I lasted there one week or so. I, I just I just couldn't hardly stand the fact that uh, Alfred Hitchcock, 
brought he used to have these two little tell, dogs tell that he had all the time. Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock was a great movie producer, and the he did thrillers. These, he did thrillers, yeah, and uh, uh, and so uh, Alfred Hitchcock. They had the Alfred Hitchcock Theater every week that had one of his um, his movies on, and uh, anyway. He used to come to Chasen's restaurant, and he'd bring these two little white dogs, sissy dogs. Yeah, they were. And yeah. uh, and and they got fed better than I did. I mean, it just drove me crazy <laughs> that these two dogs got the scraps from his plate that was a whole lot better than than what I was eating because I didn't have any money to 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 buy, you know, more better food than what I did. Anyway, so I didn't last very long. It was just a, a couple of weeks at Chasen's restaurant. And then I um, I even tried uh, selling a couple of things down there. That that never worked out. Finally, I ended up at McDonald's. You deserve a break today. Isn't that how it went? I don't remember. But, um, but I do <laughs> remember work working at McDonald's in Studio City. It was a really busy one and my responsibility, I had two responsibilities. I was either at the front counter uh, taking orders and filling orders or I was the French fry man. Oh, and you do make good French fries. <laughs> Don't I? Yes, we all loved them. And I, I, uh, I just, you know, I was there for a couple of months and maybe not even that long, but it was hard for me to to work at McDonald's, but I was grateful for the job. I needed the job at the time, and uh, so I, I finally, after a while, I I quit. I don't even remember why. Because um, you got a better job, right? You know. If I did, I don't remember what it was. If I did. I don't remember. Is that where you started singing more and more? Well, we only had a we, we only had a couple of paying jobs in all of our singing, so oh. uh, plus I was in school, so these yeah. were just these little part time jobs. But, uh, but they helped you get through school and helped you get by. And I came back uh, from California after things didn't work out there, and and um, and. Uh, that's when I was began to do a lot of singing in, in uh, restaurants and at this lamplighter reception center and and you know things like that that uh, that helped me get by on some places. Finally, after uh, after my first year of law school, I got into uh, uh, after my first oh that was when I went to the Salt Lake County Clerk's Office and clerked there for a summer. Then during law school, during the school year, I didn't work at all. I was studying so much. I just had no time for work. So uh, we lived off of, a, I lived savings. off my savings. Yeah. And after we got married, you worked. And uh, we lived off of your earnings and my savings. And that's what it was. And by the end of uh, my second year in law school, I, well, when I, when, we, when I graduated and we moved back from Provo to Salt Lake, uh, we had no money. I was just about to start this new job at uh, Salt Lake County Clerk's Office. And when we drove from Provo to Salt Lake, uh, 
uh, at the end of my second year of law school, I remember kneeling down and telling the Lord one day if he would just help me to get through school without any debt, I would always do the best I could to be generous in my giving of tithing and fast offerings. And, and so when we finished, I had zero, we had zero money, none. We had some gas in our little, uh, our, our little car and I started a, a new job at the clerk's office the next Monday, but we didn't owe anybody anything. No, I was proud of you. That was hard times. It was hard. But we did it. And, um, we had a lot of pot pies, yeah. 50 cent pot pies. Oh, man. <laughs> yes, and now we can't eat them anymore. <laughs> no. no. And then from there, uh, my, my work, uh, um, I started as I finished uh, law school. Well, before we, I ended uh, law school, I started working for a law firm by the name of Romney, Nelson, and Cassidy as a, a law clerk. And then as I passed the bar, I became a, a, you know, a young lawyer for that law firm. And after about a year with them, my, my good friend and relative, uh, Stuart Matheson, he and I, who worked, we had worked in the same law office, and another fellow by the name of Dale Gardner, we, the three of us decided we would leave the Romney, Nelson, and Cassidy law firm and start our own which <laughs> I don't know how in the world we thought we could ever make it, but we started our own law firm, called it Matheson, Jepson, and Gardner, and started with no clients, no money. Our, our wives were our secretaries. You loved that, didn't you? I did. But you know what? As the old saying goes, work hard, be kind, and amazing things will happen, and that's what we all did. We tried really hard to work, work hard. You, yes, you really did too. And to and serve others, job. and well, we all, all four of us together, and things happened. And your law firm was a success, and and we became not wealthy, but financially able to pay our bills, and and we, yeah, we did just fine. Through that, uh, we, you know, we, uh, Dale Gardner uh, left the firm and he, he went uh, a little another direction. So Stuart and I, uh, we took on some other partners uh, a couple of times in and out over the few years, but it was primarily Stuart and myself and then another dear, dear friend, Doug Mortensen, came in and uh, the three of us were partners for many years together. Uh, finally, after... Oh, 20 years of uh, practicing together, I started doing um, uh, legal work for a company called Metarec here in Salt Lake City. And uh, I became their general counsel. Uh, and so I, I left the law firm and actually worked at, at the business office of this company. The company was ultimately sold and uh, and I, I became the general counsel for a company called Elf Technologies, and they were located out of Seattle, Washington. So I, for two years, ended up traveling back and forth from Salt Lake to Seattle two weeks out of every month. And yeah, I that got, was got real, real old, let me tell you. <laughs> but you did it. You got stuck really to old. it. Finally, uh, after, uh, after a while, the... Uh, 
um, elf technologies uh, didn't survive. So uh, uh, I left there and uh, came back to our law firm and completed my my uh, my time as a lawyer in the in our law firm and was grateful for the my partners that continued to take bring me back in after I had left to, to go be a general counsel but uh, it provided a good living for us and uh, the work was good solid work and I felt good about what I did and the people that we were trying to help and so I, I'm thankful for one my dad teaching me the principle of work and for my dad and mom both pro providing the example of hard work and in my life as I observed them and then and seeing the miracle of, of work and how how it blesses us not just because of the finances that it makes available but it helps us to grow it helps us to stretch but also you played in a little band and you'd get you'd work hard playing in that little band all of you and you would get a paycheck occasionally <laughs> from that not a lot not much but that would help occasionally. Yeah, paid for my guitar. Uh huh. And uh, <laughs> it's true. And I, when you talk about your parents, that's where I got my love for the yard work. Because I watched my dad work hard, and we all worked hard in the yard, as well as my mom. She taught us the work of a of a mother. Yeah. And that's what we did. But that's why we've really stressed with our own children to make sure they had their chores. There's there's a difference to me between oh, you get an allowance for for your work. Well, part of living in a home is that we all contribute. We all work hard together to make it happen. And then if they wanted to do extra jobs on top of that, then we would give them an allowance, not just because they did any work in the house. That was a privilege to live in a house and to be part of a family. Sure, sure. And to have, to have uh, although we clearly weren't wealthy and... Uh, but we had sufficient for our needs, that's for sure, and more. I and for that, we've been very blessed. Right. I remember talking to someone, a dear friend, and, I, and she had struggled with some of her children. And I said, if you had to do it over again, what would you do differently? And she said, I would have had them work more and work harder. Tell them the story or the situation with the conversation where one of our girls was they called her Cinderella and her group of friends. Yes. Well, I was just going to say, some of our kids had a heart. Our children said, oh, we have to work so hard. And one of our daughters would tell her friends how hard she had to work, that she was a Cinderella. And I thought, oh, brother. <laughs> so what did I do? I gave her more work. <laughs> and, and so what does she do now with her sons? She makes them work. She makes them work. Yeah. Yes, but it's important to work. It, it really is. That's something I've always had this little thought that I've loved. There are five things that you can control. Your attitude, your words, your actions, your manners, and your effort of hard work. And that's why one of our themes for our missionaries was love everyone, have faith, and effort work yeah. hard yeah so if you work hard amazing things happen and it, it's true it's not just working at a job it's working in your Everything callings you do. it's in things that you commit to 
uh, in working hard to get better and to improve and just to do the very best you can in whatever it is you commit to do. What, one thing about uh, being on the mission, when these missionaries would come in, these young elders and sisters, we were always grateful for those missionaries, sisters and elders, who had come from ranch ranching and farms. Yeah. They, they knew how to work. They did, that's true. And when the mission got hard, and it does get hard, they just dug in deeper and worked harder. Yeah, they really so did. So they were amazing. Well, you get the the message that we strongly believe in the value of work and that when you work hard, you, you ultimately see the miracle of work and how it blesses our lives and the lives of others and uh, how thankful we are for what our Heavenly Father has given us both physically and mentally uh, and the opportunities to have work and then, and, and then to reap the rewards and blessings that come from it. I also wanted to add, too, about our children with work. We had them go looking for jobs as well. We wanted them to have that opportunity of interviewing. Yeah, that's true. And going out and finding jobs instead of just saying, here, this person's going to hire you or finding the job for them. We wanted them to have that experience, even though they weren't always happy about that. Although they all had... Most all of them had good work down in our law office. They and, did. Uh, they worked and, at their office, too. And and were really good workers in our law office. My very favorite story, though, was when we told our youngest to go and get a job. It was time for her to get a job. And she kind of, oh, sluggish, trying to go out to get a job. And finally you said one day, okay, it's been a week, and you do not have a job yet. You better have a job by the end of the day. And so here she was in high school. She comes home and says, well, I got a job. It was doing inventory at ZCMI from 2 to 4 a.m. Yeah. in the morning. <laughs> and we went, oh, nice try. <laughs> I said, get back out there and find a job, which she did. She did. Yeah. I know. And, but that was always such a choice one. And she's, she's become a great worker. They are all really good workers. I'm they very are. proud of them. Absolutely they all work they really hard. And they are also instilling in their children to work hard, yeah. which is a good thing. Working hard is a good thing. So that's the message we leave with you tonight. And uh, the, our hearts are full of gratitude and thanksgiving to our Father in Heaven for blessing us with uh, the sense of the value of hard work, hard work. In, in, in everything that we do. And because that also then gives us the opportunity to to enjoy life, to smell the roses, to enjoy the beauties around us, and and hopefully we'll be able to maintain the health throughout all of this. I was just going to say how grateful to, we to are for our health that. to work. Yeah. So uh, we've come to the end of the line here tonight, as, and we just want to express our love to everybody, and thanks for taking the time to listen to us drone on here. So... so. Uh, you have a wonderful uh, week this coming week as we continue in here in Salt Lake City, a very rainy uh, middle of May. We just finished last week, Bonnie planting hundreds of flowers around, around our home. And uh, again, talk about work. She just worked her pretty little head off. And well, you helped too. All these. and uh, We just returned from a lovely dinner that Becky and Blake put on. And yeah, she worked great hard and that. everyone was together. And it, take, it takes work to be in a family. Yeah. And we love them all dearly. So 
That's all from us here from Notes from John. With the babble from Bond. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hi ho. Hi ho. Hi ho. It's off to work we go. With a shovel and a pick and a dynamite stick. Hi ho. Hi ho. Hi ho. Hi ho. Hi ho. It's off to work we go. With a shovel and a pick and a dynamite stick. Hi ho. Hi ho. Hi ho.